Welcome to the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. In each episode, we will highlight an essential oil or herb that may be used to optimize your health. Flip on your diffuser and bask in the beauty of aromatherapy and naturopathy. Hello everybody, this is Gregory and welcome back to another episode, a concurrent episode of the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, hence the more relaxing music in The Awakened Man. Today we're going to talk about ways to biohack your January. Now, some of you know, this is the least happy month of the year as rated by Americans. And it's not surprising. See, when we think of What's your favorite season? Most people are going to say the fall because the fall has the cooling of of the temperatures, especially if you live in the southern part of the United States. So you're going from 100 degree heat to the first cold fronts that like, for example, we get here in Texas in October and then it stays kind of cool. And also you have that synchronous with football season starting and you get to wear your sweaters and your scarves on those rare days here in texas but in general if you live in tennessee or colorado but the big thing is you have the holiday season and even the secularists who don't really celebrate christmas will celebrate secular christmas and so you have halloween thanksgiving christmas and new year's now we had a recent episode on people who don't like the holidays and it's okay not to like them but now that the holidays are past us, and my birthday is this week, but the, you know the world is not celebrating my birthday. And at my age, there's, I, you know, I, I'm I'm somewhat ambivalent because it's good to be alive another year. We are stewards of our body, therefore, I, this is why I don't believe in tattooing. For example, I didn't create my own body, so I don't have the right to tattoo it and mutilate it. So as long as God keeps me alive on this planet, it is a milestone to celebrate when you get old, you know, when you get another year on the planet. But at the same time, I know my best years are behind me. doesn't mean I, I couldn't potentially have good years ahead of me. And the, the longer I'm alive, the more time I get to see my kids grow up. And you know, cynically, you could say, well, the longer you're alive, the more likely you're going to have pain and misery and see your kids die and other people die. But either way, you know, it's not our will, right? Thy will be done, as it says in the Lord's Prayer. But as a whole, January can be depressing for people because most people overspend in Christmas, especially with the inflation that we're having now, or our dollar isn't going as long as it is. So you're getting the bills. It's dark and cold for much of you. And the sunlight is low. We're not getting vitamin D. Most of you are not exercising. Many people gain weight during the holiday season. Because uh, they're just not taking care of themselves and they're just overindulging because this is the time of the year where we overindulge. I used to live in Alaska, and I've talked about this in a, in a previous episode, that Alaska is the highest consumption of ice cream per capita. Because when we're cold, we want comfort foods, even though it doesn't really make sense to eat a cold food when it's cold. So January is a time of high spousal abuse. And it's the highest time, last I checked, of separations. Not necessarily divorce, but separations. And this makes sense. Again, some couples just kept it together for the holidays, for the kids. Uh, now you're you're also getting reasons to fight more because it's cold and dark. People are drinking more. You're getting the bills from the holiday season. or And or there were fights that came up in the holiday season that now you can finally um, resolve or deal with. And so for many people, January is a tough time. Now, Let's focus on how we can get through this time in a holistic manner because, of course, drugs is not anything I would ever recommend. This is for life-threatening stuff, acute emergencies. So 
Let's look at exercise first because MGTOW is all about optimizing yourself, optimizing your life. So part of that is your physical because not only does it elevate your sexual market value and your six sixes, but because you want to live a long time, right? If you have to take care of this body, you should want to live not just a long time, but have a vibrant mind. I went to go visit my mother. She lives in a really nice retirement community. And it's like 75% women because the men die off. And some of the men there are essentially dementia in a wheelchair. They don't, don't know what's going on. But there are men who are like 85, 90 that know what's going on. And that's who you want to be, ambulatory and your mind is still working. And they've talked about how high sugar consumption is the, is the type 4 diabetes or type 3 diabetes, I should say. So we know our diet is linked to it. And as the older you get, uh, we have to eat less calories. I mean, there's... There's there's some interesting statistical indicators, like for men especially, like if you can get through the years of 60 to 75, maybe it's 78, if you can get through those years, there's a good chance you're going to get to 90. It's those 60 to 78 years that you're more likely to have the heart attacks and strokes. But either way, you got to cut your calories because you got to cut your weight because having obesity is a way to die young. I mean, there's a joke. Why don't you see any fat 90-year-old people? It's because they're all dead. The late 90s you typically see are going to be relatively skinny. But, I mean, there are exceptions, of course. So you might have gained weight. You might have gained COVID weight almost two years ago. So we know the old proverbial, this is the time to go to New Year's resolution and join the gym. I you know, I go to a gym every day, and I, I've seen this cyclically for year after year after year. People who join in January and then kind of go away. And I've never understood it because, see, I think one of the ancillary benefits of being fat, and I talk about this over in the Confessions of the Obese Child podcast feed, is it wired and ingrained in me the need to exercise every day. I am an exercise addict. I would I would say that. I'm a routine addict and I'm an exercise addict. I think I'm an exercise addict because I like routine and also it's the endorphin high. Since I don't take drugs, prescription psychiatric drugs, it's my own natural biohack. And so that's one of the reasons I need to exercise. So, for example, during Christmas and New Year's, they closed the gym for three days, and I did not like that. But either way, um, got to lose the weight. Now, nowadays, I mean, we have episodes here, early episodes on fasting. Fasting is a great biohack to do it. I've been fasting now continuously, and I have an episode on this for seven years. I've not eaten breakfast in seven years. And I do it more for the cognitive kick now, kind of like Bradley Cooper and Limitless more than the weight maintenance, but it does help for the weight maintenance. I typically don't eat till three and I finish eating by seven. I haven't had hunger pangs in years. But if you're wanting to lose weight, you got to do it. We all know how to lose weight. It's not like it's some great trick. Oh, take this pill, seven days, you'll lose seven pounds. No, I mean, you know what to do. You don't even have to exercise to lose weight. It certainly just helps because it burns calories. But don't eat sugar. Don't drink your calories. Eat clean foods. Reduce your carbs. Eat healthy fats. I mean, it's not hard. We know what we need to do. Sleep well. So do it. This is the time of the year. If you're not happy with yourself, then do something about it, right? Women are like, oh, no man will look at me. Well, because you're overweight. Do something about it. Oh, no girl will look at me. Well, do something about it. There's certain like physiognomic traits that you can't change, like your facial symmetry, but there are things that you can do. And we can all make our bodies look better. I could. I'm included in that. So work on your body. Now go to a gym. You can afford oh, I can afford it. Yes, you can. You can just reallocate resources. And then when you're at the gym, you can use a trainer if you've never exercised. But get on the cardio. I'm not going to be one of these guys, well, you got to do six hours on the lifting weights. No, you don't. 
The best physique to be is like the athlete, the swimmer or soccer player because that means you have strength and quickness. So yes, you do need to do carbs. And if you look at the studies, women would say that women don't like the beefcakes who can't turn their heads because they have too strong of a trapezius muscle. You have to be lean and fast. So yes, you do have to do some cardio. What else? Stop drinking. You know, there's people like Joe Rogan. They have the 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 month where they don't drink at all. I would tell you to not drink at all. I mean, we have early episodes at the Awakened Man about the scam that's where it's Veritrol. This was about ten years ago where they're saying you should drink red wine every day because it's good for your heart. Ethanol or alcohol is a class one carcinogen. It's bad for your entire body. So even and we talk about that in the study for the resveratrol studies how that was shown in rats, not in humans. But a lot of you overindulge. And alcohol, you got to stop. It's an addiction. I know you got to stop. A lot of you are in denial. We have an episode here about a hundred episodes back where I interview a guy named Will, who's an inveterate alcoholic, and he talks about what it's like to be on benders. Go check out that episode because I think that's like I think that's the last interview I did, or, or that one, or the one after where I interview a, a South American pilot. He's a, it's, it was a red pill interview when I did some red pill interviews, and he talked about what it's like to see all the airline stewardesses who are married banging other pilots. <laughs> He talked about what it's like to have high sexual market value as a pilot. But again, this is the time of the year. Make resolutions. This is the year I'm going to kick my addiction of gambling, porn. Yes, porn's a problem. Don't be in denial. Alcohol. This is the year I'm going to fix my finances. I get it, man. Biden is screwing up the economy because we know leftists want the economy screwed because it makes more people depend on the government. That's what he wants. I mean, look at these companies. Look at these businesses, especially Ma Pa, who can't even hire people. I went to my favorite coffee shop yesterday, and they're like, we're closing that one because of staff shortages. I drove to Houston. My kids always stop at a Dairy Queen because that's our tradition. Dairy Queen's going to do in drive-thrus because they don't have people. Why don't they have people? Because welfare, right? Biden made it so easy with the stimulus money and the unemployment the last year or so, and you know, this started under Trump too, that why work if you can get 70% of your income by sitting on your butt? And this is the problem with welfare disincentivizes work. But many of you are suffering from inflation issues. If you don't know, your dollar was, is now worth like 70 cents. That's the problem with inflation. Hopefully it doesn't go all Robert Mugabe, Zimbabwe, or Weimar Republic, Germany inflation, but it's a problem. So your finances might not be in the best shape that they are. Fix it. I mean, I, I'm not going to tell you, well, sorry, it sucks. Yeah, it does suck. But you know, sitting around saying, woe is me. How is that going to help your life? It's not. Pity, pity, pity party. How is that going to help? It doesn't affect change. I'm drinking water, not tea. Or stop overspending. Live like a pauper so you can live like a king later on. Be investing if you can. But if at least, you know what? Like Dave Ramsey says, eat beans and rice every day. Some of you are eating Chipotle every day. You don't need to be eating Chipotle. Now, you know, if you're a millionaire and have a lot of money or have a lot of money, then you can eat Chipotle every day. But for many of you, you can't. You know, we have this Christian virtue of temperance. It's one of the cardinal virtues, temperance. And that's a, it's a question of like being able to practice and limit your appetites. This is the beauty of Stoicism. Someone like Seneca, the ancient Roman, philosopher Seneca and Marcus Aurelius. These were, were Stoics. It's living an aesthetic life, a simple life free of pleasures because pleasures ultimately lead to hedonism and corruption of the flesh and the soul, both. Look at the portrait of Dorian Gray, for example. It's a great book that tells you that. Oscar Wilde. So streamline and simplify your life, guys and girls. 
You don't need to have the new clothes. You don't need to have the new video game if you're still playing video games as an adult. You don't need the new flat screen. You don't need these things because you know, as you've gotten, many of you got Christmas presents. The new toys don't make you happy. What you really need in your life is just God and family. All the accoutrement and tools and toys don't make you happy. What makes you happy is being around people you love and having a relationship with God. And a lot of you see that. And not being slaves anymore. Many of you, unfortunately, are slaves to addictions that are bad for you. I'm a slave to exercise, which is not good because you shouldn't be uh, addicted to anything. But I guess there's worse things to be addicted to for sure. So what else can I tell you? go to therapy or talk it out about your childhood addictions and demons. A lot of people were abused, suffered from neglect. I've talked about it here numerous times at Confessions of an Obese Child. My mother is not the most maternal creature. I could even tell you, I went to New Year's with my kids. She didn't even want to sit with us at the New Year's party. She didn't even hug my kids the, my, the whole time. She was just always like Nicole Kidman. I guess she's the quintessential ice queen. But there was just something about her wiring. She was never maternal. And so as a young child... Uh, my father, brilliant man, brilliant man, and waxed and waned. He was very like, uh, you know, soccer coach to me, took me to adoration and did all these things. But then, you know, when he was under the, the bottle, was raging and telling me I was a horrible piece of shit rock. So, you know, I had to deal with that. So I had the kind of the mercurial nature of my father combined with the aloofness and lack of maternal instinct of my mother. And, of course, I turned to food for nurturance because at four or five, that's all you can turn to. You can't turn to the booze. And that started that road of dysfunction and disordered eating and, and, and so forth. So look at your childhood. You know, If you suffered from neglect or you feel like you suffered from neglect, if you were the son of a single mom and you're, you're dealing with, with kind of the red pill incel stuff, you, you're, you have a nice guy syndrome, you don't know how to be an asshole, these are things you need to work on. So all these things are good things to start in January. I know it's easier. Oh, start in the summer when the, summer's, when the, the weather's better. No, it's the beginning of the new calendar year. It's the beginning of the new liturgical year, too, as well. So this is the time. Set your goals. Set realistic goals and accomplish them. Do the best you can. You can do it. People make gigantic changes in their life, either financially or physically or psychologically. You can do it. You can be one of those guys. you got to get out of that whiner victim mentality and we have an episode here at the awakened man about it you have to go from being a victim to a thriver from victim sorry to a survivor to a thriver whether that be sexual abuse or whatever it is or whatever childhood trauma you have or divorce trauma that's what you have to get you owe it to yourself and you didn't create your body body's a temple of god you owe it to God, your creator, as a steward of your body to optimize yourself. We all do. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. It'll only take you five seconds. If you have an Apple product, you can only do it if you have an Apple product. I would appreciate that. It helps with the algorithm. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. You want to make a donation to help to defray the cost of hosting this on a server. I would appreciate that. There's also a link for Naturopathic Earth where you have all the website articles, all the recipes, and, of course, every podcast episode I've ever done will be there. Lastly, please subscribe or follow to all three feeds, The Awakened Man, Female Holistic Health Apothecary, and Confessions of an Obi Shaw. Until next time, take care, God bless, and pray. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com for innumerable essential oil recipes, 
our Facebook page at Holistic Health News, and our Twitter and Instagram feeds at Holistic News Now. Spread the word about the benefits of aromatherapy, herbalism, and naturopathy. And remember our motto at Naturopathic Earth, let food be thine medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time.